Guten Tag and Bienvenidos listeners, welcome to Uber Cinco, the podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. This is the part of the show where I'd normally deliver some carefully crafted witty introduction, but the show has to start in mere seconds and I've waited till the last minute, so we've got to get moving. All I can tell you is today's <laughs> topic is the top five wit methods of extreme procrastination. We have 20 seconds to go. Our first contestant today is Mitch Brinkman. Mitch, everything okay? Um, yeah. All right, I, great. Oh, okay. Brian, how are you doing? Really good, thank you. Okay, 10 seconds to go. All right, uh, at the end of the show, I'm going to read off a top five list of my own, and uh, it'll be great. Three, two, one, Brian, over to you, number five. Oh my God, we're starting already. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my top five ways to really uh, procrastinate when I got something to do is my number five is going to be work for the opposite organization. Now, subterfuge. Huh? When I a I have to, so you're working for the Green Bay Packers. Is that, is that what you're saying? Correct. No, I'm convinced I have a railroad switch in my brain that whenever I have a deadline for one thing, all I want to do is work on another thing. Ah, classic. So man. sure, 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 sure. Uh, if I have a deadline at work, all I want to do is edit the project that we shot last year. When I have time to edit the project we shot last year, all I want to do is record a podcast. When it's time to record the podcast, I wish I was writing. And when I have time to write, I don't want to do anything because writing is horrible. So <laughs> this is the tear of my brain that I go through every single time. And it is the worst, especially when there is that all encroaching deadline. Sure. I cannot. I can always get it done on time, mm -hmm. but it is a slog in my brain to not constantly be churning up the thoughts of what I could be doing on something else because mm -hmm. that's just the way that I am. I'm a broken, broken brain. <laughs> Brian, what's your favorite day to have a deadline on? Or I, I should say favorite or like the best day for you. <sighs> My least favorite is a Friday. I hate having deadlines on a Friday because if things go wrong, you're late. Mm -hmm. If things go right, the person you are providing it to won't look at it until Monday. Oh, that's why Friday is the best day, because it's Friday for them, too, and they're not going to want to look at anything. So you really do have another 48 hours to get that done. It is, but they still count it when they see it in their inbox at 5 p.m. on Friday. Otherwise, it's late, even though they will not open their email till 9 a.m. Monday. Yeah. Which is so frustrating, because especially it's like this hurry up and wait thing at work all week. And you're just like, oh, God, it's got to get done, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's leaving early on Fridays. Mm -hmm. Everyone works for the weekend. We know that. Yeah. And then it's just, I think my deadline, a good deadline for me is a Sunday night. Usually mm -hmm. if it's something I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this done after things have cooled off. Mm -hmm. I already know tomorrow's going to suck because it's a fucking Monday. So you're going to work all through the weekend? Not through the weekend. It's just like when I got something to do. I thought you were working for the weekend. I work for the weekend. Okay. And then you work on the weekend. <laughs> and then you work, work on, on the weekend. weekend. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> He is just tying himself in knots right now. I can just—he's working, guys. It's I, mean, I, I do, I do relate with the like. You, I think this is true for a lot of people. Your house is never cleaner than when you have like seventeen other things that you need to do. Correct. Sure. Yes. 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 It's like, ah, well, I can't do this until uh, my workspace is clean. You know, clear desk, clear, clear head. Clear mind. Mind. You are gonna love my number four. <laughs> <laughs> well. I guess before we do that, we have to do Mitch's number five. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, Mitch yeah. is here. Hey, Mitch. Hey, welcome. How How's are you? Hey. Uh, mine is is something, I'm a, I don't know if, I'm going to guess, Nathan, you don't do this. Brian, I don't feel like you do this either, but my number five, I'm just calling it Carnitas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to do. It's important. There's a deadline, but guess what? I... I got to defrost that big pork butt in the freezer. I have to defrost it and I got to turn it into carnitas today. Stop. Describe to Nathan what a pork butt is. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's a, a rump, a keister, a backside, okay. a, uh, a toot factory of a pig. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a cheap cut of meat from the, from the pig that you cook low and slow. To make uh, delicious carnitas, yes. Um, and so, but like, this isn't just carnitas. This, is, this could be like, you know, I, I haven't had... Cucumber or strawberry or raspberry syrup on my bar. So I need to make I need to make three different flavored syrups. I have now. never had that thought in <laughs> my life. I didn't know there were that many options. No. Because <laughs> there's always options for syrups. Um, it's very easy. You just put cucumbers or strawberries or whatever kind of fruit you want into a blender with equal parts water sugar. Blend it up. Sieve it. Boom. You got yourself some delicious syrup for your cocktails. 
That sounds, that sounds so much yeah. worse. No, thank you. No, it's very easy. It's simple. It's quick. Um, but no, but so I, what, what else would I do? Um, maybe I'm making a chili. You know, I'm like, no, today is when I need to make a five-hour chili. You How know? many chilies have you made in your life, Nathan? Oh, I've made many chilies. I've never shared them with anybody because they're good to me, but I don't trust anybody else to enjoy them. <laughs> what are your top ingredients for a chili? Uh, number one, habanero peppers. Okay, I'm not eating that. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> But you know, like, oh, I, I gotta brown brown the beef just right. I gotta cut the carrots just so. I gotta dice up the onions, just like little little nuggets of diamonds, you know, like that, that kind of thing. And so it's always like I, I gotta do these food projects first. Maybe also I'll convince myself that I'm hungry. And maybe I also self-sabotage by not eating earlier. So I am hungry. And so I'm like, well, now I have to yeah. to take on this three-hour-long cooking project before. I can start my, you know, um, oh God, what does everyone hate to do? Self, you know, self assessments yes. for your yearly reviews. That's always the worst. Um, I've never had a job that needed that. You've never wrote your own self assessment? No, I've never had to do that. Wow. Ever. No, I've never had to do that either. Interesting. I've also not worked for the most corporate type of places. Sure, I guess yeah. Mainly, you just get a good spank on the ass from your boss, and he says, "Good job this year." And then, you, yeah. and then, you, then you get your hundred dollars stuffed into your shirt pocket, and you go on your way. That is how business works. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's business. It's the best bonus I ever do, got. Do either of you remember when we were filming uh, my graduation project from film school? And we Second were, Wind. Yes, that was what it was called. Second Wind. Uh, and which we was were, a which was a Steve Prefontaine retelling, right? That's it was, right, a, it yes. was a gritty origin story. I yeah, yep. that's right. Long uh, distance running, one of my great passions. Mm -hmm. oh, I thought it was about flatulence. But we were. <laughs> I never read the script. Sorry. <laughs> we, uh, but we were shooting at. I believe it was one of Mitch's friends' house. Yep. And then Mitch ended up making like a continental breakfast for everybody in the middle. Like it was like, we're trying to make a movie here. And Mitch is like, well, everybody needs something to eat. And then all of a sudden there was just like bacon. And so it was like the middle of the night too. It was late and there was scrambled eggs. There's and no wrong was, like, time for breakfast food. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that was this in action. You yes, like, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, and we shot uh, our friend Atra as do like a music video for her. And I remember I was like, oh, we need, we need some craft service. And I was like, I have to marinate chicken and beef so everyone can have <laughs> chicken or beef fajitas. The trick is to set. undercut the onions and they'll all get to know each other in the pot. <laughs> <There we go>. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a like a high school kid who just learned how to cook. <laughs> like the trick is. <laughs> <laughs> it's my uh, it's my bus Kevin from the office. That's all I got for you. Oh, okay. I mean, Mitch, is there is there a biggest thing that you have put off? to make carnitas something that's really ruined the next day for you oh my god um <laughs> oh, yeah oh i mean when i was in oh god <laughs> ruined by carnitas <laughs> <laughs> ruined by carnitas um i once i had to do a like an audit audit the files of of all the all the doctor members of this association i used to work at and it was had to be done like Friday morning at nine. And I actually worked from home, which, you know, normally didn't happen at this job. And uh, I made, I remember I made a carrot cake. I made a carrot cake and it was like, I, I got whole carrots and I shredded them all. You know, I did every, I did everything from scratch. I made, <laughs> honey, close the Excel. I've got carrots to shred. <laughs> I remember I made a carrot cake and then for for uh for the actual meal I made like a bacon apple fried sage risotto and it just like it took me like I was like, did. I gotta stay here and stir this for 50 minutes straight. And that's <laughs> at the very least. Uh yeah. So needless to say, I didn't start it till probably 2 30 in the morning and um didn't get it done. I, 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 <laughs> I was gonna say, reminder, folks, this is probably during a non-work from home stage. So you still had a commute ahead of you, boy. Correct, correct. And uh, I definitely didn't sleep. And then I think I got, I think I turned in at like four in the afternoon or something. Uh, and what happened? Um, uh, they didn't look at it till Monday. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yep. Classic. That's exactly what happened. Exactly. No yep. one cares. Yep. Uh, classic. Uh, Mitch, I'm giving you three points. Thank you uh, very much. I've seen this in action. Yep. And uh, I think this is going to be. the benefits. This is, yeah, I've reaped the benefits, but I also think this is something you're going to struggle with for the rest of your life. <laughs> so uh, Brian, I, I give you two points, but uh, I would explain, but there's no time to waste. We have to move on to your number four. All right. I was really putting off this number four, but since you're making me say it, 
it's reorganized my space. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. mm. I got stuff to do, but now it'd be a great time to repaint. Uh, oh, <laughs> sure. Tape up the walls. <laughs> I've never gone that far, but to the point where it's like this desk surface isn't quite clean enough for me to be my most efficient. Mm-hmm. So let me take care of this and make a run of the garbage can and come back. And then, you know, I've been staring up. I have a top shelf on my uh, on my desk at home, which is mm-hmm. that's where the empty coffee cups go. Nathan, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. So those all there and usually get moldy with half and half. <laughs> it's just been sitting there for a while. <laughs> this, is, this is terrifying. Yeah. So after I've grown my own penicillin, I uh, <laughs> shoot up, get healthy. And then like, well, I can't start this work until I move the cups to the sink and and clean them because what kind of animal am I? Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. I'm living in a Petri dish. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I usually got to do that. But then every time I walk into what is my home office, air quotes, it's like, all right, I need to really move this laundry off the floor because it's Mm-hmm. Or times I come home from work and take off the polo, the jeans, and I'm just sitting in that chair and t-shirt and boxers <laughs> the rest of the day. So there's a huge pile of clothes. <laughs> it's just right there. That's where Brian disappeared this, from his mortal self. This is why you need to have a second chair to put everything on. That's true. But that chair already has a box on it that's filled with garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you've seen this room. Come on. Why not close the flaps of the box and put the clothes on top of that? Oh, I forgot to tell Mitch my most recent purchase. Yeah. I was trying to tell my parents about it. And they were not as excited as I was. I got, got a pair of electric scissors. <laughs> Have you seen these? Well, yeah, because regular scissors take too long to cut. You need no, no. electric scissors. Think of it as a motorized uh, pizza slicer. But you just hold it and it just takes cardboard boxes and just fucking strips them up. So instead of having a giant pile <laughs> this, of this sounds like oh, another, shut another up. way to avoid work. I gotta, I gotta strip up all my boxes. I strip them up. I am horrible at breaking down boxes and taking them to the recycle bin. I am horrible at that. So they will just stack up in the kitchen by the back door. Even if I crack them down and fold them down. Like, I mean, you put them under your arms, but to go down and out the door and all the way down, you're, you're, you can't really take many a time. Cut those babies into strips. Yeah. Holy shit. They all fit in one little bag and you've got rid of <laughs> all these boxes from Amazon or whatever. Gone. How long does it take you to strip up all those boxes? Less time than it takes for me to make multiple trips to the recycle bin. Really? I swear to God. This is this might be the most colossal waste of time I've ever heard of. <laughs> Therefore, I've earned three points. But wait till you see my electric scissors in action. I made a special trip to Harbor Freight to get these after I saw a TikTok where somebody caught up boxes. And I was like, I need this. And I was going to order it on Amazon, but I saw a coupon for Harbor Freight. And it was $7 cheaper. I hope TikTok is, is higher on your list. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's a point where TikTok becomes very important on my list. I, I can relate to this because I'm moving soon. Yep. And Do you want to strip your boxes? Well, that- no, I, I won't be doing that. Oh, okay. okay. But oh, you should probably use them. Part of me feels like I'm just moving because I'm like, uh, I've just given up on trying to clean up my place. I mean, it's just I understand. like, my place is just messy enough where it's like, well, it's just time to move. I could clean up or I could just move everything I own <laughs> six blocks away, which is what I'm doing. Burn it down and, and start yeah. over. And then, I, then and only then will I be able to be productive at home. Mm-hmm. Um, if I am in an entirely different home, going through the entire painstaking process of moving, which is an absolute nightmare. But I would rather do that even though even though moving will include <laughs> reorganizing everything yeah. i would rather reorganize everything and then move than my just- my horror loop that i am in is like i am a lazy person in general when it comes to cleaning and then also i am someone whose mood is directly affected by the cleanliness of somewhere i am yeah where it's like if i see something that's dirty you're happy what's the point of even no. trying anything else because this is what needs to get done and i don't want to do this therefore i do nothing Yep. Mm. That's that's that is the pitfall. And the worst part of it is I date someone who's exactly the same <laughs> and nothing ever happens at home. You got to date opposites, folks. Yep. <laughs> Make sure you get that fixed or else you guys will die in a hoarder's nest. <laughs> so that is what's going to happen to us. Did you say hornet's nest or a hoarder's nest? Well, hoarders. Hor- there's probably a hornet's nest somewhere in the house. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I mean, at this point, yeah. Oh, whatever. It's just. I mean, I think it's just truly, it would be truly shocking if anybody truly saw how I lived. 
<laughs> well, tell us more about that. Well, no, this is the, uh, we'll, I, see, we'll take pictures and dissect okay. them on another special edition of Uber Sync. Okay. I've used this line on the show before, but it's when my apartment gets really bad and I leave the house. I'm like, man, I hope this isn't the time I leave the house and I die because my That's family, true. my family will be sad that I die, <laughs> but then they will be more sad when they see how I live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, we're going to go over to Mitch to his number. Sure. You know, I, Danny and I were talking about this recently. Why not just like once a quarter, you know, because because we're all business guys here. Once a quarter, <laughs> just hire, hire some cleaners. Pay pay 150 bucks and have your have your place clean top. Oh, and we've done it. We've I'm, done it. And it is a game changer. I'm yeah. doing I'm doing it at my new place. I'm absolutely doing it. And I'm getting a Roomba. So, oh, I just got a Roomba. It's great. Uh, for dog hair, which our dog drops a lot of it. My house, there's never not enough objects on the floor for a Roomba to actually be able to do its job. So I can't have a Roomba yet until I change my ways. Yeah, change your ways. Um, My number four is a truly, truly magnificent time waster. And that is when I have an important, whatever it is, paper, uh, work assignment. um, It it could be anything. Uh, Avoiding doing a bunch of dishes, perhaps, or or cleaning um, is, uh, I'm calling this, how much cheddar... Did Furkan Korkmaz stack up last year? Oh, uh, but how much did he? He, he well, he he stacked about four and a half million bucks last I'm year. I'm assuming okay. this is a basketball player. This is a basketball player. Of course. I spend time on basketballreference.com going through rosters, looking at how much, not the, not how much the stars make, because that's, no, you know, no, no, no. everyone knows stars are making 25, 40 million, whatever, you know, and, and we love the stars, you know. They're, they're, the stars. They're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they serve bars at the, yeah, the Minnesota is coming out yeah. strong here. Uh, but no, but I, I like to look at the guys who are maybe number five in in the starting in the starting five rotation or bench guys, and I look at how much money they're making, and then I do so a little st- statistical analysis to see is the money they're getting paid is that resulting in quality um, outcomes, you know? And I, I normally like to group them, you know, like I'll, I'll group a bunch of like Furkan Korkmaz is a tall gangly fuck uh, who is like he can shoot kind of. So I try to find other. You know, gangly, uh, gangly fucks, as you said. <laughs> yes, gangly fucks. Yeah. Thank God, I thought you were going to separate them by race. Yeah. I was getting real worried. We're going to start a riot. <laughs> I, I, I put all the gangly whites together, all the gangly, no, um, all the gangly motherfuckers together, and then I, I see like, ooh, who of of the gangles is is delivering <laughs> the most results? You know, and then and then I'll go. I also enjoy um, doing the um, uh, the overachieving. Uh, small college guys who like they had glory in college, but they had to play all four years. They they're not coming out early, and then and then how much money are those guys making, and are they uh, you know um, uh, delivering good results again? And I I shit you not, I remember the worst time I ever did this. Um, I would probably say it was in college or maybe um, during a data science boot camp. I spent like three and a half hours looking at salaries and like copy pasting into excel sheets and then i was like at the end i was like wow so furcon Korkmaz of of the of the gangle motherfuckers he's like the third best at, at delivering results for the pay and i you know looked around i was like pretty interesting right and there was no one there <laughs> to hear or care about it i would i so. would, I would murder to be the third best gangle fuck in the nba <laughs> Also, I've I've actually done something similar to this. I was looking. I don't remember any of the results, mm-hmm. but I did look up some bench players, some real fringe guys. And mm-hmm. on Basketball Reference, they have all the salaries, but they mm-hmm. also have minutes per game. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to see how these guys who only played a few minutes a game, how they were. I mean, oh. obviously they practice and whatnot, but if you actually like their actual game time due to dollar amount. Pretty fascinating. That's a great. Oh, I'm gonna do that project next time. I got something <laughs> <Yeah>. to do. <laughs> I, I also uh, I can't what remember. What is the NBA minimum? Uh, is it nine hundred thousand? Something like that. Yeah. A year. But that's yeah. for rookies. Once you are playing for three to five years, then you automatically get like one and a half million or two yeah. million or something like that. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The veteran minimum. Yeah. How do I get on the bench? Uh, you play gonna, no minutes. You're you're gonna have to make a lot of changes. <laughs> I'm not <gonna> lie to you. <laughs> I mean, I I could be it. First step: buy a Roomba. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to put that in a post-it note, like on my inspiration wall. You have to make a lot of changes. <laughs> step one: go back twelve years. <laughs> 
Step two, find an interest in basketball. Step three, get a treadmill. <laughs> Brian, I, 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 I don't know where to start. Just a lot of changes. That's what I'm missing. <laughs> There's too much. We have our own top five list of all the things you need to do to even set foot on a court. I mean, I, I literally, <laughs> I literally spent the first 18 years of my life with my entire sole goal being to play in the NBA, and I came nowhere close. I just <laughs> want to fall ass backwards into it. Like yeah. All good things. I, I I do have one other basketball reference moment that sticks out to me. It was I don't remember how this exactly came up, but I had been mm-hmm. looking up Tim Duncan's. Oh, um, of course. I yeah. had been on on his thing because because he got uh, he big got fundamental. He got swindled out of a lot of money, mm-hmm. and I was actually in line at a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was in line. Oh, oh, like, were you in, in the, line on Basketball Reference on your uh, phone? No, no I, <laughs> probably. But, but my my dad, w- I was with my dad, and uh, we were talking to somebody else, and the, the news about Tim Duncan being swindled or whatever, yep. and. I was like, they were like, oh, he swindled him out of like, uh, you know, $50 million or whatever it was. And I was like, well, yeah, that's pretty bad. But uh, his salary has been like $200 million. And my dad's like, oh, but then you have to remember he uh, they, they take like half of that in taxes. And I was like, oh, so the poor guy was left with $50 million. <laughs> Like, I think it's okay. That is true. Also, I'm surprised your dad doesn't know this as a smart lawyer. Texas? Way, way less taxes. Oh, that is than, yeah. true. So it yeah. would not be half. Yeah, take it, that, so. George. Yeah. I think one of the most upsetting videos I have ever seen on the internet mm-hmm. is, uh, oh my God, the fuck's his name? Elon Musk. I'm just going to guess. Is that No, no uh, Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Is, I was like, mustache, mustache, mustache. <laughs> Steve Harvey sitting there. A serial a, killer. Mustache? He's sitting no, there same. in a fur coat. Yeah. With a cigar in his hand, yeah. telling everybody how hard it is to look after your money. And he's uh, basically saying about how much he he had a really bad accountant and he had to pay a bunch. But he was like, somebody offers you a million dollars, half of that's taxes. You got an agent, that's 10%. You got a manager, is stupid enough to have an agent and a manager, that's 10%. You got a lawyer, that's 5%. What are you left with? And I'm like, Still a good salary. (laughs) Still still more money than I have. I'm not enough to have a fur coat and a cigar, but I I don't know what mustache maintenance was on his budget too, but. Well, and and he's lucky. Like he doesn't, you know, if if an actor has to do multiple projects, like, oh, and this one I got to put on some tights and be a strong superhero. This one I've got to, you know, pretend to be a, you know, mentally challenged piano player or whatever. Steve Harvey's just always Steve. You know, it's like, (laughs) no matter what he's doing, he's like, whether I'm hosting, uh, what the fuck? Oh, Family Feud or spin the big fucking wheel of cash or whatever else he has. Because <laughs> uh, he, he's got like three shows, right? That he does. Or, and radio shows. Oh, and and radio. all this stuff. He's yeah. everywhere, man. Yeah. Was he at one point a stand-up comedian? Yes. Is that like a yes, thing? Yes, for that, sure. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, you're both getting three points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine... He was, uh, never mind. He was one of the first shoulder pad comedians. Giant shoulder pads in his, in his suit jackets. So you got gangly fucks. You got yeah. soldier pad, shoulder shoulder pad comedians. It's him and bad a couple others. Yep. yep. Uh, Pro- also probably Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I said yeah, for sure. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. I, I I had never noticed these shoulder pads, and now it's gonna be oh the only thing God. I can yeah. see. You gotta look at yeah. the shoulder pads. Oh, and tackle dear. a linebacker with those bad points. That's, yeah. true. Uh, That's true. Uh, Brian, what's your number three? Beat the map. My number three, I'm calling beat the map. I don't know what beat that the means. Map. This means when I really got to go somewhere. Is your dog named Map? That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few episodes back, we already know what Nathan does to help me sacrifice these animals oh, that we find true. behind <laughs> in back alley churches. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> when I've really got to get somewhere, it becomes a game to see how much I can do before I arrive at that thing. So if Google Maps, Google Maps says it's going to take me 22 minutes to get somewhere, Got it. my brain goes into calculating mode. So it takes about two minutes to find clothes, two minutes to brush your teeth, uh, three minutes to find the wallet, get out to the garage. So I need about a six, seven minute buffer. So that puts me at 28 minutes until I get there. Um, but I have to be there at three o'clock, which means I have to leave at exactly 2.32 to get there on time. But it's only 145, so I can watch half an episode of Kenobi or one It's Always Sunny rerun and still have about a 15-minute buffer. 
But actually, if I push this to a 2.35 exit for a three o'clock arrival, I could probably make up some time if I do 80 in a school zone. <laughs> so <laughs> that about does it. I do that and then I'm 10 minutes late. So <laughs> that's kind of what I said. Well, I mean, it takes a while to pick fourth grader out of the girl of your car. So <laughs> I, I was laughing, but I had beer in my mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I do the thing with Google Maps where I... If I'm going somewhere where I know the route, my brain will always remember the best case scenario. And then no matter what the circumstances are, I'm like, oh, well, this I know this takes 22 minutes. So always. I, yeah. So it's going to be 22 minutes. And then I dick around. And then and then I'm like, well, now that it's 22 minutes away, I'm just going to take a little look-see and see the 22 minutes and feel good about myself. And then it's an hour and 10 minutes. You know and what? I'm like, oh, I'm late Instead of it. calling it beat the map, I'm calling it the dick around. <laughs> That's truly <laughs> what I'm doing. I am trying to beat this thing at get the best possible thing. I feel like George Costanza, that one time he made great time from JFK that's all he's trying to be all the time everything but it's again it's the time optimism that sure. i think most yeah. people who are late have uh -huh. i generally always will be one to 15 minutes late that is my window uh -huh. that's not the brinkman window which is 45 to an hour and a half late <laughs> but it is a window and i recognize it yep and it's to the point now where it's like, I can't fix it. I can only just get more angry that traffic isn't moving faster. Sure. And I just get a little road rage and take it out on the children. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And that's why I'm a Divi member, because I love biking through that traffic. And so. as a driver, there's nothing I hate more than a biker. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would gladly let all the children live if I could take out every biker I see. <laughs> oh, God. God, I hate bikers. You got bike lanes. I am so supportive. We've said this before. Yeah. I'm the biggest supporter of bike lanes in the world. Absolutely. If there's not a bike lane, your bike shouldn't be anywhere fucking near me. Period. <laughs> That's the way it goes. It's a road for cars. And bikes. Not bikes. Yes. yes. No. Do you know how I feel, Nate? <laughs> I, I do. I, I I was gonna get started, but if I do, I won't stop. So let's yep. let's let's move let's move over to, to Mitch sure, for no number three. My number three is looking at all 1,367 options for um, nicely um, or for, for properly dimensioned wet bars on Wayfair. Um, this is something I... I always forget about Wayfair. I, I know. I started doing this like in the past seven months. I'll go on there and I'll just be like, Ooh, maybe I like the like you know uh, John Tuttle Home Collection wet bar. You know, it's got the it's got the, the the very tasteful sort of like Arizona sunset marble top. And it's got spaces for wine, and syrups, syrups. Exactly, I, I can do my my strawberry, my cucumber, or my um, uh, daisy syrup. You guys ever had, had a syrup made out of flowers? You know that we haven't. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry. 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 But no, it, there, there's just so many things to look at there's so many options there's so many things on sale and at great prices that like i just you know i i just i'm it, it takes forever to look through and it and i i put like 15 of them in my cart and i look through them and then i like ask danny hey can you look at these and she's like there's 15 of them i can't decide between 15 because she's working much worse at making decisions than i am and so i, I can spend literally last week i spent four hours on wayfair.com and I didn't buy anything. I was just looking at things, but there's so many options in wet bars. I, I just want to get back do to this you, point again. Do you have room in your house for a wet bar? Is this an actual realistic possibility that you're going to follow through with at some I point? I do. Well, actually, um, I, I'm, I'm burying the lead a bit, but two days ago, I pulled the trigger. Yes, I pulled he did the trigger. It. He's oh, got a wet God. bar. I pulled the trigger on a bar. I'm very excited about it. I measured all the bottles I currently have. They can all fit inside the wet bar. Um, <laughs> this is. Uh, there, there's a space for wine glasses to hang. There's a great space for tumblers. There's a great space for shakers. There's a great space for uh, digestif um, uh, goblets. Um, there's a great space for... What is this? Hold on. That is right. a word I have not heard Let me before. just throw you a question. What's Dig your favorite digestif? Come on. Give it to me. Can we have a... Def can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> it is It is a uh, liqueur, uh, from, normally from Europe, that you drink post-meal to help the food settle in your belly. I have had one, and it is called Beverly from Italy, and it is the worst tasting thing I've ever had. It's like pure... It's like sparkling vinegar. 
That's what it tastes like. Well, vinegar's lovely for the tum-tum when you're, <laughs> after you've had a big meal full of grease. And, Except and, it's got to go and, past my fucking taste buds. Oh, sure. Well, then might I suggest a beautiful Amaro from a company called Maletti. Uh, that's very nice, sweet, uh, slightly herbaceous, uh, Great uh, tongue cover uh, or tongue feel. Uh, I think. Is what I know you're say. trying to be accurate, but as an Italian, I feel offended. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Italian? Well, I thought you were German. I Ernst? am a quarter Italian. I am more Italian uh, than I am German. We're, we're all white guys. Um, yes. <laughs> Mitch, when is yes. the when is the bar arriving at your home? The bar sh- the bar sh- could arrive. It's tomorrow or Monday. Oh my god! Yeah, so well, yeah. I look forward to christening this come uh, come on over come on over baby how else are we gonna learn what syrups are available yeah Yeah. exactly i have i have some beautiful uh bitter liqueurs i have two kinds of vermouth i i I can make you guys some some martinis uh some really good stuff so yeah come on come on by um but yeah this i i've I'm so I'm pissed, but I'm happy that I found Wayfair because there's so many things to look at. There's so many rugs to look at. Um, I was looking for a basket for Waldo's toys. Uh, 850 baskets to look at, and I had to look through all of them. Have you ever used Wayfair? No, I'm unaware of this. Oh, it's a thing. great website. Great website. The I, best I'm thing. I'm sure I, I'm gonna I, like. I'm so annoyed hearing about it right now, and then I know I'm gonna go home after this and yes. just be there for six hours. I bought my current bed frame from there. Yep. All of the pieces of the bed frame come off and fit in the headboard with a zipper. When you move, it is the easiest thing to move. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, uh, no, nope, not as not as easy as my headboard. You don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> I like a good headboard. I like a little cushion back there from when my noggin when I accidentally plop a little too wrong. I got some protection. Oh, I, oh. I think it's time I get a headboard. I'm almost 36. It's headboard time. Okay. <laughs> it is headboard time, baby. Yeah, you gangly. Th- yeah. <laughs> this gangle fuck needs a headboard. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna score this out. Uh, what was this? Number three. Yep. Uh, I gave I gave Brian a strong three points and. Mitch, I I wanted to give you a one, but then I I'm gonna get a nice little drink from this headboard. So you're getting a two. You're getting a two. Uh, did I say drink from the headboard? <laughs> drink from the headboard. I oh that's. I mean, well, there I'm are probably, headboards with cup holders. I'm sure on Wayfair. Yeah, go find it. Live your dream. You that's, know. That's. Can you imagine? Just what would be worse if you bring a girl home for the first time? <laughs> And she sees and no headboard, and she's like, "Oh coffee cups god!" She's like, "No, no, no headboard." It's like, "Oh, this is a this is a guy who can't afford a headboard." Oh my god! Or the headboard with the cup holders and the there's a half drink tumbler of scotch, and they're like, "Oh, he's a he's my a headboard's actually a wet bar. I get so yeah. fucked up. It's the only way I can sleep. Welcome to my room." Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just gonna make a note to myself: yes. buy headboard without with cup, cup holders. Oh, without cup oh, yeah. holders. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Brian, what's your number two? Uh, this will be taking a poop with your phone in hand. Oh God! Now this is the <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait how, how is this procrastinating? Oh, never mind. Sorry, you're right. You're right. My bad. Okay, <laughs> uh, clearly, you've never done this. <laughs> no, I have. Don't get up until you feel tingles in your feet. <laughs> Watch 50 to 60 minutes of TikToks, shut your brain off, and you'll never get that time back mm-hmm. for the thing you were supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You just sit there. This man, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Me? Went to the little girl's room. Yep. I Came back and said he pooped. He was gone for one minute, 45 seconds. Wow. Max. That's we a, we we had work to colon. we had work to do today. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't fucking around. Yeah, I haven't had a shit that has lasted that short <laughs> since I was probably in the second grade. <laughs> I would say if I had to do a pie chart of the amount of times I've taken a shit my entire life, you mean a cow pie chart? Sorry. Yes, okay. and the amount <laughs> of time my legs have gone numb. <laughs> It would have to be in the 70s or 80s. Oh, my God. That's like 15 minutes every time. I'm thinking a minimum 72% of the time I'm getting leg nummies (laughs) because I I am just I am just sitting there watching. And then you have to take another five minutes for your sea legs to come back. Right. After you stand up. Have you you ever wiped when you can't feel the bottom of your feet? (laughs) You're you're a a sit wiper, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) 
I am a stand wiper, which means <laughs> oh this is god. a huge problem. Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> now imagine not having your sea legs and needing to clean yourself up. The lo- what game has changed though since I got my tushy bidet? I am a clean man with not working legs. And I've digested a bunch of things off of TikTok, which give me great ideas like electric scissors. So. This, is, this is a world I can't relate to. How I have, I have my cholesterol is through the roof. I have on paper, we've gone over this. I have the worst diet of the three of us by far. Yes. How I, I but I, I, this is not a problem I have. <laughs> I, I envy you. I envy the fact that you can do it quick. I envy that you can do it sitting. Uh, it's amazing to me. Wait, Wait you, no, not the act, the cleaner. Yeah, okay. so I always stand when I shit. You poop in urinals? Is this, I poop in urinals. Was it? Is it in Kingpin where Randy Quaid poops in the urinal? Yes. Is that, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that that would be funny once, yeah. I suppose. I also um, had to describe an upper decker to Jenny yesterday. She didn't know what an upper decker was. And I was like, just think about it for one second. What do you think that means? I don't know. Someone took a dump in the tank. And imagine how hard that would be to clean. Yep. That's the ultimate evil prank. Yep. And then she said she was going to double decker both of our <laughs> toilets before she left for vacation just to stick it to me. I was like, man, that's going to leave me a huge cleanup job. But guess what? I'm not going to notice it until at least 45 minutes into my next dump. Uh, I, uh, okay. So you don't have any questions for me. Yes, I have. I have one. You can't do you, you can't do an upper decker if your legs are numb, right? Because no. you got to be able to, to perch. You know, you got to perch. <laughs> it's almost like I've been on the toilet so long. I have now approached my next shit. But you, you, you so, but you say you're you say you're wasting time with this on the phone. You can be on your phone on any chair. Yeah, it's true. That or the couch. Yeah, or the I floor. Know, but it's just like once I'm there, I know. Whenever I put this phone down, I have work to do on myself to get myself um. clean. So it's like, do I get to that point that I don't wait, like wait, or wait. stay away? Are you saying that this is not to procrastinate on doing like a work project? Is this to procrastinate cleaning <laughs> shit off your own body? It's technically both. <laughs> oh my God. Brian, you got a lot of things to work on. A lot of things to work on. Dear God. As Nathan probably said once, I got to make a lot of changes. Jesus. Put that on the vision board, all right? I will. I will. It still fascinates me how quick you guys are. And the fact that you can wipe and sit at the same time. I don't know how that ever happened. Uh, I'm moving. We're we're going to Mitch. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Mitch, what was your, what was uh, your, and I hate that I have to phrase it this way. Mitch, <laughs> let's have your number two. <laughs> I, 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 you guys know, I, I, I never do this, but mine's going to pale in comparison. I never say that. I never say that, but I have such a deep respect for your uh, grotesque uh, depravity in your last one there. Um, I love it. It's natural, not grotesque. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Animalistic Depravity? No. Um, yeah, closer. <laughs> yeah. My my number two is uh, uh, ordering, and by ordering I mean like you know putting in 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 order uh, tax. I, tax I, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank I'm, you for clarifying. Yeah, okay. That's how ordering works. <laughs> Shit. Let me take a note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not purchasing things. I'm not like ordering things online. I am You're putting put, things in your Wayfair cart. Putting, you get it. Putting things in order, uh, and that is tax returns from like a solid decade ago. Um, I I've done this like once every three four months. I'll like I, I got a got a little. Uh, side uh it's like a file cabinet thing i got all for some reason i kept tax returns and like pay stubs from actually it's not even tax returns it's pay stubs from god knows how long ago and recently i went through them again just to order them by year because i had something to do and um found out and was, I, I still have my high school izzy's ice cream cafe um like pay stubs so i was able to look at how much money i made in high school and it depressed the hell out of me. Why do you have that this? That has survived the amount of times you have moved? Yes. Somehow. I, I Wait, Where are they located in your home? They, they now have all been stripped, thanks to my electric scissors. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 
Um, no, I, 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 put, I put them all in a bag and I dumped water on them to make them all, you know, messy. So someone could, what? So someone couldn't read them in the trash. What the fuck are they going to information from 12 years ago? Well, because it's got like my, my social on social there. Hasn't changed. Wait, so, yeah. so you don't have them anymore? No, I, I, I th- this this last time I, I put them in order and then I went, why am I doing this? Well, I know I'm doing this because I've got a work project to do. But I was like, why am I keeping these? But where, like, where were they in your last apartment? Uh, in in the same file cabinet thing that's that's been, I've had since uh, t- 2010 or something. Like pay that. stubs. Pay stubs. Yeah. So pay stub from high school. Yeah. And then you moved school. and you you. W- how many different as well? How yeah. many different places have you lived that you have carried these to? Uh, uh, freshman year of college, so the dorm, uh, sophomore year apartment, junior year apartment, senior year apartment, super senior year apartment. Um, Polina apartment, Winchester apartment, uh-huh. Chicago apartment, uh-huh. Addison apartment. So 10, 10 apartments, 10 places of living I have kept. And they, you kept your pay stub from the ice cream parlor you worked at in high school. I was, I was, I was raking in seven twenty five an hour as a manager, baby. What's up? Yeah. I wouldn't be able to find my tax information for 2021. I, you know what? My, I guess my mom told me start a file, <laughs> drop them in there. You know, you guys, you guys paid your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything's digital. If I need to like find a receipt, I got my bank account. I know where that is. If I need this, I know where that is. Everything's there. Not, but not W twos or pay subs from Izzy's Ice Cream Cafe in in, in two thousand and four. So the longest I held a pay stub for Jewel, which is mm-hmm. where I worked at a grocery store in high school, mm-hmm. would be until after the check was deposited. The second that money was deposited at the TCF bank yep. in the jewel, mm-hmm. I would take the pay stub and put it in the trash. I, I love that there's banks in the jewel Osco grocery store. It's, I, it's, I really it's, do. It is a great thing. I don't, and, and I don't use them, but I. stands for what, guys? Twin Cities Federal. That's a Minnesota bank. You're welcome. I did not know that. Yep. Yep. So, um, and, and also I, f- I found a pay stub from this terrible company I worked for my uh, first summer of college called Renaissance Exteriors. And I was trying to sell sunroom design appointments to people. I wasn't selling sunrooms. I was selling just the, just, just, the to interview. Get, just just to get them to agree to have Are an appointment. Are you interested in yes. this equipment? I was pulling down six bucks an hour. That's it. Oh, God. That is horrifying. That is absolutely horrifying. That was, even at that point, wasn't that lower than minimum wage? Probably not. Um, no, I think it was like five something at that oh, point. Oh God, we're yeah. getting old. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. really depressing. Yeah, I mean, thank God it's gone up since then. But even still, that's crazy. Yeah. So I think I, I had a paycheck for a full week of work that was uh, let's do the math quick. But I think 180 bucks or something. <laughs> wow. For five days of work. Yeah. That sounds about right. I remember being super depressed when I first got oh, those, and I was like, my God. And of course. Guess who only set one sunroom appointment in an entire <laughs> summer <laughs> of doing things for Renaissance Exteriors? So Mitch 12 weeks? Uh, probably like 10 weeks. Like the main thing was at the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, I so, so you was, did 10 weeks. Yep. And they paid you $1,800. How much was the average equipment to get one of these sun things installed? Oh, the price? Uh, I, at least 50 grand. But like the, the boss always said, guys, our business isn't built on people who can afford these sunrooms. Our business is built on people who want these sunrooms. Wow. That yeah. is, yeah. oh my is Lord. That terrible? Yeah. That's, that's a thing you said out loud. Because yes. I'm assuming they finance it. Yes, exactly, yes. exactly. They make their money on the interest. Exactly. Holy. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was an absolute scumbag. Ron something. I remember his name was Ron. Ron Sunroom. His, his, yeah. <laughs> Ron, Ron Sunroom. Hey, that was a guy. He like traveled with a hair hair uh, hair dryer to like poof up his hair, and he drove a yellow Hummer. Too. Hey, Ron, my name's Mitch. He gave me a job. I can help. <laughs> oh, I remember when I went in for the interview. It was one of those like, are you interested in a like? Do you are you have a dynamic personality? Yes. Can talk to anyone. I can. Yes. Uh, do you love money? Uh huh. Come in for a group interview at a nameless suburban business park. And oh boy, a, just yeah. what I've been looking for. And uh, I I still remember this is absolutely terrible. Um, I remember being in the interview and it was me and uh, a like a. Hmm, was she lit- probably a, a Latina uh, woman of the same age? And then a 
I think maybe like a, like a Hmong woman or something, but like we did the interview to, to be these like sales positions. And then literally they were like, you know what? Uh, I don't, I don't remember their names, but, uh, they're like, you know, uh, lady one and lady two or whatever, uh, follow Jennifer. You are going to be uh, secretaries in the office. And then oh. they were like, Mitch, you're going to join like the sales team. And I, I remember being like, oh, this is, uh, that's sad. That's they didn't sick. need our resumes at all. <laughs> <laughs> Headshots would have sufficed for this job. I mean, that's yeah, very true. Ugh, so, disgusting. Um, um, but yeah. Um, so yeah. Long story short, you know, just just reordering forms. You know, just putting them in the correct order. <laughs> yeah. Um, and having, I had a lease from my apartment sophomore year of college in there. I found what? that too. Yeah. I had an apartment. I remember, just I remember in that case, apartment. Just in case, you know. Yeah, we paid. We paid. It was like I think it was a uh, twelve fifty a month for a three bedroom apartment in Logan Square. Yeah, Jesus Christ, those yeah. were the days. Those were the freaking days. Yeah, man. Yeah. Even that doesn't sound great to me. That's so horrible. Oh, dude, that would that place would be like three grand now. I know, easy. but yeah. it's like even yeah. so. Yeah. Um, you're both getting zero points for this one. <laughs> yeah. I hated everything we just talked about. Uh, I'm sorry. Fair enough. Well, as as long as Brian gets zero, I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, you're both both a big fat zero. <laughs> um, I, I you've both made me very sad for di- very different reasons. Um, uh, it's time for the number ones, though. Mm-hmm. Brian, take it away. It's not about poop. <laughs> that's that's a start. <laughs> that is a start. Good for you. All right. Yeah. It will be about pee and all. I'm just kidding. This is sleep in, baby. Just sleep in oh, and avoid yes, yes. everything. Yes, everything. Everything. Uh, Have you ever just gotten to bed at 10 o'clock and didn't even think to look at the sunlight until about 2 p.m., 3 p.m. the next day? Yes. Oh, my God. No. Don't yes. let the dream end. Just say, fuck it. Just keep every time you wake up just a little bit, close your eyes again and keep just put yourself back in that dream. It will continue. And I think if I didn't have a bladder, I could easily sleep for two days. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily, easily, easily. If I didn't have a bodily function waking me up, I would be dead for two days. Okay. Can I? No, I'm just going to play therapist for a second. That's called depression, right? That's no, not necessarily. It's just, just comfortable. Oh, okay. I mean, right. true. In, <laughs> in some of my darkest depression episodes, I have been in bed for remarkably long hours but then also in some of the greatest days of my life (laughs) i've been in bed for remarkably long hours i was like this is i wake up and i'm just like i am exactly where i want to be yes it's true and you know what there is nothing more procrastinating than literally losing hours forever they are gone they are not coming back you've slept for a minimum 14 to 16 hours you're a lion you are a king of this jungle we call life, and you should be proud of yourself. And you, and you, you don't have any experience. It's no, just gone. It's gone. It's also natural. You don't need experience to yeah. do this. But I will say, I never feel good. <laughs> I never feel great after. I feel good the moment I'm like, I first wake up and I'm like, I did that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have anything to do today. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, also... I can't do anything today because the day is gone. Yep. But we have streaming services and life is actually okay now. Because that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Before that, it was horrible. Cause I have to actually get up and go get a movie yep. or go find food. Yeah. Now I just fucking flick this piece of glass and anything I need <laughs> yeah. shows up. I've I I I don't I no <laughs> longer keep my laptop anywhere near my bedroom and I don't have it like I I was going to set up a TV in my bedroom, but I didn't because I really, if I had access to those two things, I mean, my phone being there is bad enough. Yeah. If I had those two things, I would never leave. Yeah. Like they, they say you're supposed to only use your bed for sleep and sex. And I'm like, once those two things, once you, once you add a third thing, then you're just going to add everything. <laughs> like once you start eating in bed, yep. like if, if you're drinking in bed. Yeah. Once yeah, you're, once you're comfortable with crumbs between the sheets, then it's over. It you're, is you're over. just never, yeah. you're never going back. I will say in my pigsty state of life, that is one thing I can't do. Can't handle crumbs in the bed. Those, that means I absolutely need to start fucking cleaning. Mm-hmm. And they're not even my crumbs. I don't yeah. eat in bed. 
There's not a big enough TV that's down there. That's what I'm saying. I gotta watch that downstairs. One of my one of my favorite phrases uh, to say that somebody is attractive is, "I wouldn't kick them out of bed for eating crackers." <laughs> <laughs> what is what is Jenny's preferred food in bed? The worst. This is my, this is the thing that makes it the funniest. Is she always picks the most difficult thing to eat as the thing she wants to eat? It's not a bag of snacks. Okay. No, it's. Her it's plate like, of dinner, she didn't finish. She comes up with the <laughs> fork and knife and sits there and is eating like whatever. Some, like it is. some ribs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does that all the time, too, where she takes a plate where food is slippery, i.e., last night. So she had a New York style piece of pizza, a garlic knot, and a beignet on a glass plate and rests it on the leather armchair and then repositions herself in the chair as the plate tilts and everything slides. And I was like, what'd you think was going to happen? You're covered in powdered sugar now. And she just kind of goes, I'm okay. (laughs) And I'm just like, all right, well, I would have done the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you there. Uh, I, 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 you guys I, I cannot relate this. to my life a lot today. No, it's really I, I, I got to make a lot of changes. I'm, 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 I'm with you 100 on this one, uh, Mitch. You have your work cut out for you here on the number one, but please. <clears throat> I want to do my rip. best here. Uh, my number one is oh, <laughs> straight yanking, my dude. Uh, <laughs> mm. Oh, the the all time number one. Mm-hmm. Oh. And okay. this is when I've got something ri- I've got something pressing to do. I've got a um a, a quarterly business report. We're all business guys, right? Yeah. You guys know that. Um I've got numbers to put together. I've got a communication to write. I have a podcast to edit. I have um you know uh some uh, some more business reports to come up with. Um of course, business, business, business. <laughs> biz 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 reports and desk. Then, and then stats. but instead I close the work windows on my computer and I bring up the internet and um it's going to be a brave private window, correct? Uh sometimes but but not sometimes it, it, if I don't want to mess up my the history on it or whatever. Um and so I'll, I'll open YouTube and I'll just type in 1997 to 99 Yankee highlights and that's and I, <laughs> and I just watch the captain the number one captain of all time Derek Jeter make play Wait, the 97 Yankees? Uh, 96 through 99, they, they, they were great, weren't they? Yeah, they well, yeah. 97, the Marlins beat them, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, still, Derek was, was a, was still a hot, <laughs> was, Derek was a hot prospect from straight away. Uh, Yankin, it, I'm, I'm, I'm a giant Yankees fan, guys. I just watch <laughs> Yankee highlights. This is my number one. This is, I just dive into Tino Martinez, Derek Jeter, Bernie Williams. You guys remember these people? I do. Bernie Andy Williams Pettit. is actually a very, uh, accomplished classical guitarist. He is. Thank you very yeah. much. I'm, th- thanks I for haven't heard him. the name Paul O'Neill yet, and frankly, I'm offended. Well, I was getting there. Paul <laughs> O'Neill, he was in right field. You got Jorge Posada catching behind the plate. Um, Chuck Nabla. He was the he was a second second baseman who forgot how to throw out to first. Remember that? He had the worst case of the yips anyone's ever had, probably in baseball. This, this was legitimately an amazing phenomenon. It was. He was he he played second base, mm-hmm. and he just could he stopped being able to throw the ball. 30 feet to first base. Yep. Just and he would just it 20 feet above. He, it it went on for months. He yeah. just couldn't do it. Like it was a huge mental issue he was going through. Yep. Could have used Phil Jackson. He could have used, used Phil Jackson. And I think much like Phil Jackson's experience, I think he's going through a divorce. Probably that's what has happened. I don't knows, know, but, but it, it was it was utterly bizarre. It was very bizarre. Because anybody can throw the ball that distance accurately. Mm-hmm. But and he's getting being paid millions of dollars and he just forgot how to do it. Yeah, I could do it without making any life changes. That's you. You, could. you, you absolutely could. You absolutely could because Our, you're a natural athlete. Kevin, friend of the show. Yes, I yeah. used to say I'm athletic. I, I would have made. I would have been a good scooper at first base. I mm. could scoop a ball like nobody's business. Never played little league. There you go. You. Man. You would be you would be a, a a very good backup for Tina Martinez. On, <laughs> on, on the also, also in those years. Uh, Rudy Giuliani was just an incredible mayor, and he'd be at the Yankee games, <laughs> and he'd be cheering them on, and he was right there, part of the highlight tapes. Um, and also, of course, the most famous, in my in my opinion, Derek Jeter play was when he he goes and he gets the errant uh, relay throw from outfield, and then uh, does a does a side pitch to the catcher to 
to get a Oakland Athletic runner out at home. I do remember that it play. Was, it, was like, it was like watching Jordan go up on the right side, come down and go up on the left side in the 91 finals. Like it's just, it's those moments that just chill your bones to its core. Um, and then also again, in the 90s, Seinfeld is rocking and rolling. This is also, <laughs> like, yes, it was. and also Steinbrenner was on that show, you know, in spirit. I mean, and so. George I, Costanza was the uh, assistant to the traveling secretary. Exactly. Of the there Yankees. we go. That was his job. <laughs> yes. And then also I remember too, during this, I, I, for whatever reason, I have this very clear memory of there was a young Yankee fan named like Jeffrey something. I'm going to say Weiner. Jeffrey Weiner. I don't know who knows. But he reached over the outfield wall. He was sitting. It was the ALCS, I believe, in 96. They're playing the Baltimore Orioles. He reached over and caught a ball right above an Orioles player. And they caught, they ruled it a home run. They didn't, like, replay the play. And and everyone was like, what the? You know, they were pissed off. And then, you know, I think they just played, like, Frank Sinatra's New York, New York. <laughs> and it was like, home run, yeah, Yankees number one. So, um, yeah, I just, even though... I grew up in Minnesota. I think my my grandfather passed on. He liked the Yankees. He was a front runner fan. Um, sorry, Vern. Uh, it's true though. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, number one, just straight yanking my dude. You know, like just, just get into that to that Yankee Yankee paradise. The old bait and switch. That was a other. bigger fall from grace yeah. than Giuliani himself. I, I I appreciate the misdirection, yeah. but for uh, putting Derek Jeter on the same platform as Michael Jordan, I of course have to deduct you a point. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Should have seen that one coming. I, I had you going. I had you going you for a did, while. You, you said did. a brave private one. Done. I was like, that? well, if I don't want to mess up my history, which it is actually very annoying if someone else watches YouTube on your account and you come in and you're like, your algorithm is thrown off. Yeah, it's absolutely the worst. thrown off. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You can learn a lot about a person from their suggested YouTube videos. Ugh. That is one more thing. I don't I'm know if so I'm ready lame. to reveal that yeah. on Ooh. this podcast. That is that. Now that's a good episode right there, and that's a good episode. Mm. We'll, we'll we'll look forward to that one mm-hmm. um, after get it. after I change my viewing habits for six months. And then we can do it. <laughs> um, so, Mitch, I gave you two points for that. Brian, I gave you an easy three, and that brings an easy three, an easy three, easy three, easy three. Was mine a hard two or an easy two? It was a uh, it was a medium over easy two. So uh, if I hadn't compared Jeter to Jordan, three, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll enough. never know. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. It, it, that, I, it was a close one, but yep. uh, that was a fatal error because Brian has eleven and Mitch has ten. So that is how it. Oh, Mitchell. There you go. So uh, I'm just glad we didn't draw because Nathan loves to have us have us draw. So that I is do. true, and that's yeah. when we have to fight to the death outside. Yes. Yeah. We usually just end up at the wet bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that leaves just my fast five, which I didn't tease because we were uh, we were out of time in such crunch. a hurry. We were going fast, but uh, it's the top five glasses of all time. Oh, I love glasses. Top five glasses. Nathan looked up another noun, folks. Mm-hmm. Yep, Here we go. Yep. This is what I do. <laughs> Also, I hope this is good because I wrote it once and I haven't re-read it since. <laughs> well, let's go. You got, you got 30 seconds, bro. Yeah. Top five glasses of all time. Number five, bifocals. Invented by founding father Benjamin Franklin, the double lens spectacles allow you to see things up close and far away and let you know that you are officially an old person. Mm. Number four, the shot glass. You want to de- you want to devour more hard liquor as quickly as possible, but this little guy keeps your consumption levels socially respectable. Thanks, buddy. That's and true. number three, old guys with huge glasses. <laughs> this this was a classic bit on the Late Show with David Letterman. It, Dave simply showed pictures of old guys with huge glasses. That was it. <laughs> no jokes, no frills. Sounds boring. It was comedy gold. <laughs> if you don't believe me, just Google image search Harry Carey or Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan for some unstoppable laughs. <laughs> Number two, a tall, cool glass of ice water on a summer's afternoon. Hydrate or dihydrate, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and number one is Morpheus's sunglasses from the Matrix. Uh. <laughs> this classic model didn't use the cumbersome and unsightly uh, hooks over the ears. They simply attached to the bridge of the nose. Coolest look ever. 
And I bought a pair when I was 16 and they were too small and pinched my nose so hard that I got a nosebleed in front of all my friends and never wore them again. <laughs> uh, that is this week's edition of Uber Cinco. I have been joined by the newly crowned emperor of Lincoln Square. Mitch Brinkman. And the main entity himself. Brian Ernst. I'm Nathan Henenfent. As Bizbear always says, if you wait till the last minute, it only takes a minute to do. Auf Wiedersehen and adios. Nice. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.